Today on the podcast, we're at Beautiful Eyes Boutique, talking about social selling, e-commerce, all the things you need to know if you're a small business or an e-commerce store. Right, Lauren? Yes. You're not going to want to miss this episode. That's right. Let's do this. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go Rogue X. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. I'm so excited to be here back in the studio today with my co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey, How's it going, Lauren? I'm here. <laughs> we were joking. It's like, it's been a little bit since we've recorded. We always tell our clients to batch record, right? Yep. And so we did that. But the downside of that is when you haven't recorded for just a little while, yeah. we've been enjoying the summer. We have been. Yeah. So, But today we have some amazing guests with us today. Uh, Jenna, I'm so sorry. I even just said this. Jenna and Jessica (laughs) uh, from Beautiful Lives. We're so excited to have you guys in the studio today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having us on. We're so excited. Yeah. And you guys are pretty much our neighbors. You're like Mm -hmm. right down the street here. So (laughs) I think we all realized that we're like, oh, oh, wow. They're like really close. This is cool. So no excuses to not come shop right after the show. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So before we get into Beautiful Lives and what you guys do, what you have, amazing business, and we want to talk about it, but we like to start off with something fun, right, Lauren? We do. <laughs> Each week we like to start off with what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guests, what are you guys obsessed with this week? Yeah, I'll go first. So I'm actually learning how to play the drums right now. Whoa, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I graduated from college about a year ago and I was like, I really just miss learning things. So I've been taking lessons at School of Rock in Fayetteville. And I recently got an electric drum kit into my house and I came in like three days ago and I cannot stop playing it. Yeah. <laughs> it has like 16 different recorded drum tracks. And so there's this one that sounds like super like sci-fi and like punk music. And so I've been very obsessed with it. Thankfully, I'm in between houses. And so I'm at a house where I can play my drums. But when I move in, <laughs> my roommates are going to be like, Jenna. <laughs> that is awesome. That I is. have been obsessed with Pilates lately. I've only oh. had three sessions. But kind of my little tagline is mama four finds her core because (laughs) it is time. (laughs) So I've been having a blast finding muscles that I didn't even know I had. That is awesome. That is awesome. But you, Lauren? Uh, I have been really enjoying uh, the show Loki. Oh, yeah. 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 It's been really fun. It's one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe. And so I was really excited when I found out they were going to do a show about it. And it's been really fun. It's also just like Disney Plus, I feel like, is making everybody remember what it was like to wait for a show to come out. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I can't binge something. So it's just super weird to watch an episode and then be like, that's it. I got 40 minutes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've been really enjoying Loki. It's really fun and very different from everyone else, from the other yeah. shows that they put out. So when does it come out? Wednesday nights. Oh, Wednesday nights. Yeah, they changed that's it up. random. Okay. <laughs> so my wife and I were watching it and we were going through and I was like, all of a sudden we got a new episode. We were like trying to catch yeah. up and then it was like the next day it was a new episode. We're like, Wait a second. <laughs> what in the world is happening? It says it on the front page every Does Wednesday. It? Do you think I ever, I mean, we're just, we're getting into the <laughs> yeah, show. We're not reading small, anything. Like, just trying to click play and it just says a big letter <laughs> every Wednesday. 
I wish you'd pay attention to that. Um, okay, so my obsession, which continues to be the obsession. I know, it's terrible. Uh, so this last weekend, traveled to see family in Texas. And uh, I'm a big Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Recently, so he's a guitar player from back in the 80s, died in uh, a helicopter accident in the 90s. Anyway, so this is taking me down this path because I've, I've I didn't grow up with music like this. So I'm kind of yeah. like late to the game. And I'm like, oh my goodness, these guys are amazing. Anyway. So uh, Abigail, uh, who's actually uh, one of our video editors, she made me a playlist and it has Marcus King band on it. And so Mm. my YouTube playlist recommended Marcus King. And so anyway, if you guys don't know Marcus King, he has a killer Stevie Ray Vaughan. This is only for me. okay? (laughs) there's got to be somebody out there. We have actually you know what? I have had somebody text me. They're like, you know what? I go down the YouTube trail of music videos. So Uh it just happens how you find the good ones. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. One click away. Yeah. You're just like it pops up and starts playing. So Marcus King, this dude, he does not look like a musician at all. He looks kind of like me. He's just kind of like a redheaded dude. And he just does not look like he should be playing at the Grand Ole Opry. And then he starts singing and it was amazing. I was like, okay, wow, doesn't matter what you look like. This dude is rocking. So make sure you guys check out Marcus King. Small plug. Small plug. There you go. And Marcus, if you're listening to this, you know, just let me know. Yeah, he's not definitely. Um, So, uh, hey, we are so excited to have you guys in the studio today. I know that it's been kind of almost a long time coming. We first started talking about it and then it was like, how could even though you guys are right down the street, like schedules and with us and in and out of. So we're so excited to have you here today. So, um, Jessica, tell us just a little bit about Beautiful Lives, what you guys do, kind of the business model. It's uh, super interesting. So we'd love to hear about it. Yes. Well, we are a nonprofit ministry and we um, kind of took a a little phrase that another nonprofit in the area uses called businessry. And so we really do mix both business and ministry. So being a nonprofit has been such a sweet blessing to be fixed here in um, NWA and to know that we truly exist with a purpose. And through that, so we do that through thrift, upscale thrift. Mm -hmm. And so if you've been in the store, you've seen, we have so many guests that come in and say, oh my goodness, I, when I saw the word thrift, I didn't know what to expect, or I didn't know if I would walk in and have that smell that you usually smell Mm -hmm. when you walk into a thrift store, but they come in and they truly feel like they're shopping upscale. And so that's truly the heart of who we are. And our founder, Melody Taylor, who is now um, one of our partners that we support on a monthly basis, she is doing missions in Africa. But when she started Beautiful Lives Boutique, that was her heart was to be able to offer upscale thrift to any woman of any background um, to be able to come and experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, so our listeners may be wondering why we are talking with you guys, because <laughs> you're not typically who we go to. So we are a marketing, you know, digital podcast. Yeah. Uh, but the reason is because you guys kept popping up in our social feeds. Like wow. you guys should follow these people. And you used to see it. And all of a sudden there was like live social selling going on and, and promotions and all this stuff. And we're like, what in the world is happening? Mm-hmm. Who, who are these? For me, they already knew who you guys were. But for me, I was like, who is this? And then also I'm like, why is there not a guy's version of this? Because this is something I need in my life. Right. Um, Steadly lives boutique. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that's well. a new business idea. I'm going to go trademark that and kick this thing off. Uh, but I, I know Lauren is a fan and actually, I mean, several of, of our employees who just love what you guys are doing mm-hmm. and then obviously shop there too. So Lauren, yeah, we were talking about it. Like usually she'll come in. She's like, yeah, this my whole outfit's beautiful lives today. My whole wow. outfit today. Yeah. From earrings to shoes. Love I it. did that purposely, obviously. Sorry guys, but you look great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is one of our, uh, it's awesome that we can find like really cool pieces that yeah. um, maybe on our budget, we wouldn't be able to afford, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it's been really great. And it's also knowing that it has a great 
mission behind it. I think that's yes. what's yep. really, really cool. Well, and timely with the sustainability, that's something that we've really mm-hmm. tried to highlight more and more and that kind of gets overlooked, but mm-hmm. something that I feel that um, our generation is starting to recognize more and more, like what yeah. is the earth that we're leaving behind tomorrow to the yeah. future generations? And so that sustainability is really important, yeah, important yeah. as well. Absolutely. Um, so Jessica, you are the director. The executive director. The yeah, executive so I oversee yeah. all three locations um, as well. as So the brick and mortar locations, we have three in-store locations, and then we also have an online presence. So Yeah. And then, so Jenna, what is your title? What do you do? Yes. I'm the director of e-commerce. So we have two online teams. We have one operating out of the Fayetteville store and then one in the Bentonville store. And so I lead those teams. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we recently um, interviewed Branch Branch Missions Labs uh, who also works with nonprofits in the marketing space. I'm so sorry. That, Their I, name is hard. <laughs> I even botched it with, with uh, Jesse on our podcast. I was like, oh, Jesse, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. Um, but we love kind of getting into this world and we work with several nonprofits as well. Um, and so it's really cool to kind of see what you guys are doing, especially in a, a different space and doing it so well, um, because I think so many nonprofits just kind of trudge along a little bit and, you know, and they're just always struggling. And uh, it's just one of those things to see you guys really take it to the business side. What'd you say? Business tree. Business tree. I love that. <laughs> New term. That's cool. That's well, cool. I cannot claim it. It's saving grace. It actually came from oh, Becky okay. Shaver. Yeah. Yeah. We're very awesome. familiar with that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so we've seen one of the things that we really wanted to chat with you guys. Um, and I don't, I don't know about the timing of this. I would assume maybe COVID maybe put a good push on this, but one of the things that we are so impressed with is your daily drops that you guys do through Instagram. And that's like, I am, I maybe have been into the store three or four times, but I've shopped a lot more than I should admit <laughs> online <laughs> um, because it was so easy. It's so amazing. And you guys do a great job of highlighting the products that you really feel like you understand what you're getting. Cause that's always something online. You're like, I don't yeah. know what the shirt actually is going to look like. But looking at these products, it's been amazing. And you guys have done such a good job. So tell us a little bit about that journey and how that's been successful for you guys. Yeah, so I'll touch on that. It actually did form because of COVID. So when we had to close down all three of our stores, I think it was in like two or three days, they whipped all the online stores together. And specifically at our Bentonville location, I know you, have you been in the store? Oh yeah. So you've seen that big area (laughs) where all the fitting rooms are? Yes. It was piled high with donations. So they were like going through that for days pulling drops together. And right now we do one drop a day. I think at that point they were doing like two or three drops a day to try and keep that revenue coming in. Um, But I think one thing, even from the very beginning, like when I think about the online store, Beautiful Lives, there's two like marketing characteristics Mm -hmm. and that is quality and creativity. So we want to make sure that we're always having quality products. So good brands, obviously we don't want it to be stained or damaged. So like quality checking, but then also creativity. And so on our drops, we theme them Mm -hmm. like Really, when you shop online at Beautiful Lives, it's like having a personal stylist Mm -hmm. or a personal shopper Mm -hmm. because we're doing all of the work for you. (laughs) Like we go through all the donations, we hand curate everything. And so I think that is what has really set us up for success is doing that. And it's like the women on Instagram and the women that we interact with in store, like they love that. Mm -hmm. Like I have a few girls that have come into the office. They're like, we love the online store so much. Mm At 6 p.m., my kids know it's mama's shopping time because that's when the drops go live. And so for any listener that hasn't shopped at Beautiful Lives, uh, we have drops at 6 p.m. every day. And that kind of makes it really is competitive. Like Mm -hmm. it's very competitive. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And so we'll have like 50 to 80 items that will go live on the website at 6 and people will log in and. We specifically will pull out around 10 to 20 items to market beforehand on social media. And we've really looked at those algorithms to see the best time to post Mm -hmm. that marketing. And so like we've fiddled around with two, with four, with three, 
And then we'll go, we'll post those onto Instagram story Mm -hmm. and then we'll do one or two grid posts. But we always make sure to have like a good balance of actually modeling the clothes. So like we always want to use the items from the drop-in style, like a full outfit. So if a, if somebody wants to shop the full outfit, she can get the whole outfit or, oh, that's how you would style that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think just really honing in on the creativity and the quality has set us up for a lot of success with the online store. That's just amazing. I, I've just, I've really enjoyed what you guys have done. I'm obviously, I've set a lot of timers before for six o'clock. Yes. Um, <laughs> specifically, if it's the comfy drop, I'm always mm-hmm. in the market for a really good sweatshirt or a good pair of yes. sweatpants. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, but yeah, I've loved how you guys have been super creative with that because I think it would be easy just to kind of try to drum through like, well, we just have all this product. Let's just move it really quickly. But there's a lot of intentionality through that. And that's something that's really unique about Beautiful Lives that we really enjoy. Yes, very much so. And just a couple months ago, we actually launched a service called the Thrifty Box. And it's similar, it's similar to ThreadUp, but you'll sign in, you'll do a survey and you'll say like what some of your favorite brands are, what your favorite styles are. And then from there, we'll send you like a personalized thrift box straight to your door. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think with even, um, you know, our listeners out there, I mean, if you're, uh, we have a lot of small business and marketers who are listening to this. And so this is kind of right up their alley, especially if you have a brick and mortar and you're kind of moving to that online space. So many had to during COVID, right. And tried to figure out their way through that. But it sounds like you guys have been able to kind of say, Hey, this is, we've really tested a lot of things. And you're, you're obviously saying, Hey, we know when our market is online. We know when to actually contact them. Um, as well as tailoring things to what they actually want Mm -hmm. as well, which is huge. And so we always talk about consistency, always consistency, like stay being consistent, knowing that, Hey, we're going to show up every single day at six o'clock or whatever that is. Um, they know that and they can depend on that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So for a lot of our, um, a lot of the clients that we work with, they're trying to kind of break into certain platforms and kind of have that success on a platform. So what advice would you give for someone who's trying to maybe move a little bit of product on Instagram particularly? Yeah, I think just setting aside, I don't know, it might seem like it would take a long time, but I think it's more about efficiency mm-hmm. and finding those those people, those team members that really love it. Because mm-hmm. I bet in every organization, there's one person that really loves online or e-commerce or social media because yeah. they're so involved with it themselves. And so finding that person, letting them run with it, giving them easily obtainable objectives. So like we're going to get 20 items uploaded. That's what we're going to start with. And then let them run with it. Yeah. And then tailor as they go, you know? And so I think just giving them the creativity. I love letting my girls like pull the drop theme and letting them run with it. And then as we go, I'm going alongside them. Be like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. But I think just like finding the people that love it, giving them clear objectives. And then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. So one of the things that I've really enjoyed when I've been in store, um, and then you guys do many posts about, is some of the partnerships that you guys do within your community. So tell us a little bit about how you guys have partnered with the community alongside of just providing amazing clothes and outfits for women. <laughs> yes. Well, we originally started when Melody Taylor started at Beautiful Lives, it was to to make quality products available for all women. Mm-hmm. But we she actually really, really started back in the day when it was just a brand new idea and concept was that she wanted to fund more women and families to be able to go on missions. Mm-hmm. And so she started doing like epic garage sales. And over time that turned into Beautiful Lives and what we know it to today. Um, and so... I lost my train of thought, guys. <laughs> You're totally fine. Totally fine. It'll come back. Um, what was the question again? 
basically how you guys are staying community centered while growing with our nonprofits. Okay. So um, once it turned into the beautiful lives that we know it today, and we started picking up momentum and gaining in success, especially as we grew to multiple locations, we were able to, an outflow of that business side of the nonprofit was what should we do with the extra? And so with that, we brought in community partners and looking at others that we aligned with and loved what they were doing and could cheer them on and come alongside them. So we actually have 10 nonprofits that we give to on a monthly basis. And this year we've decided we were looking at our team and especially we all kind of focused inward. Last year, we had to get really creative with COVID just to make it through what was a really tough year for all of us. Um, But we really starting out this year, we thought, you know what? All of us could be more knowledgeable, our new team members as well on our nonprofits that we partner with. And for our community at large, how can we also share who these nonprofits are? And so we started the Partner of the Month campaign. And so for each month of this year, we're focusing on one of our nonprofits um, and highlighting them throughout the store, as well as online, through Instagram, throughout all of our social media platforms. Um, I just did a live Instagram or a live uh, yesterday with one of our um, nonprofit partners. So just getting them out into the community. Mm -hmm. And it's been so neat to see that everybody's little comes together to make a lot. And so the checks that we've been able to write this year, we've already given over double what we usually give. But that's because the community has also come with us. And so when you check out at the register right now, we have the option to leave a tip, which is a direct donation to that partner that we're highlighting. Um, And so everybody's two and three dollars really does come together. And it's so neat to see the impact. Yeah. Goodness. That's huge. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, and also... Being local and then also supporting local nonprofits. I mean, that's that's a big deal. And I, it, you know, um, I know a lot of the franchise and chains that support St. Jude's or some, you know, some bigger organizations. But it's really cool to kind of see something local like mm-hmm. that has a little more pool for me. Um, we're we're very connected to my family is uh, to the call. Um, here in Northwest Arkansas. And so being foster parents and adoptive and so going into that. And so it's like, anytime somebody is highlighting a local nonprofit, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like that definitely. And I'm sure that you see that, especially if you have quite a few people checking out during the day and just rounding up or or just giving a few bucks that will definitely add up over time. So that's, that's a huge impact. So that's awesome. Yeah. We're excited to be able to do that. So, so all 10 are they all have roots that are local. And so that's been really important to us. And we get that question a lot. I think people are asking like, where's my dollar actually going? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So six of them are located right here in Northwest Arkansas. And then the other four um, are abroad or having an, you know, an impact worldwide, but they have roots in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. So. yeah. Man, that's fantastic. So when you guys are, what's kind of the process for selecting those partners that you guys choose? Are they kind of related to kind of Beautiful Lives mission and kind of the feel of it? Or are they, how how do you select those partners? Yes. Well, we're kind of in that crossroads as we continue to grow. We're kind of at that place of coming together with our board and our leadership thinking, because we are, we are approached pretty often of oh, how sure. do we become a partner? And it's, it's really tough to kind of decide how are we going to move forward? Are we going to continue to grow and gain more partners? Or are we going to be able to give more to the partners that we have? Oh yeah. And so yeah. we've started where we have community collaborations and that's a way that we can still collaborate but it's not so much that we're taking on another partner that we're giving to on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And so I think that as we continue to grow, we'll continue to reevaluate that. Um, But so far we've brought on different ones along the way that really aligned with our mission and our heart. So, wow. Yeah. We've talked about um, just even in our company, Mm -hmm. like this conversation kind of keeps on going, but um, as we're growing and building, uh, you know, how can we start giving back? And that's Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's like, um, especially with our time with production or content creation or something like that, um, we can donate that. But I think the big one for me was send a kid to space camp. That's what, that's, that's wow. what I want. So that, that's <laughs> that's so and then obviously they need a chaperone 
you know, oh, to gosh. go of course. with them. I mean, it's only, it's only fitting. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, we're, we're still, and that's, that's kind of a cool process just to even hear, because again, we're kind of working through that as well. Like, how can we, how can we make sure that we are giving back to the community? Mm-hmm. Um, not just in time and volunteer hours or whatever that is, but actual monetary, you know, so. Yeah. So as you guys have built Beautiful Lives Up, is it a lot of employees or a lot of volunteers has like community? I, I see a lot of signs for volunteer opportunities. So how does that work? Yes. So we do have, we have great volunteer opportunities and we truly could not do it without our volunteers. Yeah. And we, we have um, volunteer orientations sometimes two or three times a week, oh, just wow. depending on the interest. Um, we have a lot for anywhere from high school students. Sometimes we have young moms who are just like, I just need an opportunity to get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really neat too, to just meet the community where they are. Last year, you know, it was hard for all of us and teachers. We talk a lot about heroes. Goodness, you know, teachers were heroes last year. Yeah, and yeah. we had um, a teacher who would come in and she would steam in the back. And sometimes there would be tears rolling down her eyes. And she was like, you know what? This, after a long day, is my haven. And I would come back and say, do you want music to play? And she's like, no. (laughs) I just need to be quiet. (laughs) And so it's neat. I mean, we'll have groups come in and they're back there laughing and having a good time. But then to also know that we're meeting others where they are and that it can just be a safe haven to come and steam or tag. And and so, yeah, we really Um, could not do it without volunteers. But as we've grown, especially, you know, with having three locations and then having our online presence, we have, we've grown pretty exponentially as a team. And um, I think remembering to take care of one another. And when we do that, empowering each other starts with our team. And then the outflow and the overflow of that is to our community. And it's been sweet to see. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Hopefully my wife doesn't hear that because she'll be, yeah. she'll be in there <laughs> volunteering to get that peace and quiet as well as shopping. I'm yes. sure she'd be well, like, oh, let's come here. Volunteers also earn a credit. So they oh. earn shopping credit oh, don't tell her to that. come that's in crazy. and shop. Yeah. And so that's a <laughs> shameless plug. Come volunteer. With that's us. awesome. Love. That's cool. That's fantastic. That is great. That is great. So one of the things we talk a lot about, and um, we live the startup life. Um, and so we're always talking about growing wisely. Um, that it's really tempting to like go big and like, oh, we got big dreams and then we're going to go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But to grow wisely. So as you guys have grown Mm -hmm. exponentially um, and are doing such a great job with your brand awareness, basically, how have you guys taken steps to grow wisely as you're moving forward? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think this year, so I'm somewhat of, um, I'm somewhat new in this position as executive director. And um, what I really, my prayer has been is that we would come back to the basics. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I really felt led to kind of get our house in order so that as we continue to grow, we won't crumble and right. we won't, you know, fall apart because I think overnight success can be incredible. And it, it's a great high for a little while, but it's not very long before that fall comes. Right. And it's, are you going to withstand that? And so my prayer is that we will be a really strong team so that when the hard times come, that we'll weather it together. We really will not just say, but believe that we are stronger and better together. Yeah. I think also like giving vision in the mundane and celebrating Mm -hmm. the small things. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, like with my team, it's like, okay, another day uploading a drop. And I know we've (laughs) uploaded probably 120 drops in the past 60 days, but like... (laughs) Look where we're going. Like, right. Look what the yeah. plan is for the future. Or when we launch shipping, oh my gosh, we're shipping to Louisiana today. Or oh, yeah. we're shipping, like wow. yesterday I shipped in order to Arizona. And so like doing those small things, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that makes for longevity in the long run and keeps them excited and gives them that vision. And just like, I love to tell them, do you guys realize how revolutionary online thrift is? Like this is not a normal thing. And we're like breaking ground as we go. And so mm-hmm. just like keeping them inspired with, as we hone in on the details and get that all worked out, I think is really important too. Yeah. That's awesome. Celebrating the small things. We work on that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> say I, I have to work but on that. Is. I'm just like a head down work guy. Like we just we're just going. Yeah. And then Lauren's like, hey, hey, we got we're, we're got a few wins over here. Yes. We need to like yeah. stop and like, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is good. And like That's everything's good. not just work constantly. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's good that you guys are instilling that in your team as well. And yeah. kudos on Again, online thrift. I mean, that's mm, that's so huge cool. to be able to. I mean, that especially that first box kind of out of state, or I'm sure the first one that went out of Northwest Arkansas, you're like, oh, this is cool. And then yes. it starts expanding from there. That's so cool. It's very cool. Yeah. So I'm very excited to ask this question. What is next for Beautiful Lives Boutique? Yes. Oh, I'm very excited to share. <laughs> we have some really exciting things on the horizon. And one of them, you actually kind of alluded to it at the beginning, but we are getting ready in the small baby steps of launching Bold Lives, which is oh. going to be our men's side of <laughs> <What>? yes. <laughs> That's really cool. He mentions it almost each week. Why don't they have a men's version of this? I need this. (laughs) We hear it all the time at community events. We'll go and the men are even, they're saying like, you guys are, I love when my wife comes in and shops, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. you know, their wives are getting really great deals, but they also, they said the only thing I wish you had were men's clothing. So, yep. So we've heard, we've listened and here it comes. Can this be the official announcement? Can we make it? <laughs> it's coming out more yeah. and more. And so that's why when we, yeah, we wanted to share that today. That's so cool. Okay. That's awesome. Well, that made my day. That's awesome. All right. Well, now all those things I said, I'm like, now I want to be volunteering. And I'm be like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is, that is awesome. Well, cool. That's such a, that's such a huge, I'm sure milestone as well for you guys. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. So is that going to be incorporated within your stores? So like there would be like a guy side and a girl side, or is that going to be its own thing? We're exploring <laughs> yeah. the direction that we're going. Um, and again, we're still in the baby, baby stages. And I think that's where I just want to encourage everybody. Like every, we all have those baby stages. Yes. And sometimes the baby stages, they last a little bit longer than what we think. This has been a dream of mine for about eight years was to one day have a men's um, thrift option that was wow. upscale because I've seen so many, we have so many consignment shops. We have mm-hmm. so many doing a really great job with women's clothing, but there's pretty much, there's a pretty big gap when it there comes is. to men's. And so, um, yeah, just to know that the baby steps, they're important. And like yeah. you were saying to grow wisely. So I'm not sure we're still ironing out some of the details, but we're excited to see what that looks yeah. like. Oh. Well, we've had well, wait, Walmart on our podcast before and they, they stylize like anything from Walmart, like, you know, they right. put together outfits and stuff like that. And so I joke with them that, I'm going to start my own guys, like influencer, <laughs> like this is my Walmart thing. But now it might transition to bold, yeah. you know, as Showing like, your bold okay, life. I'm going to be like, this is my mm-hmm. outfit bold today. today. He'll be yeah. setting timers for his drops. Here. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. exactly. It will be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love what you guys have done, uh, especially in the social world and kind of building this community and this online presence. Kudos for the e-commerce stuff mm-hmm. as well. Um, that's that is no small feat. So that's that's awesome that you guys have been able to transition and pivot, and then obviously um, can see excited to see your continued success there. But uh, um, is there any advice that you would give? Uh, you know, maybe an e-commerce store, or a brick and mortar store who is who is now expanding into e-commerce um, and really trying to grow that presence. What uh, what advice would you give them? I think, like I said earlier, just stay creative. Don't mm-hmm. lose that creativity because it like, in all honesty, it is very detail oriented and it can get very mundane and repetitive, but not losing that creativity because that's what draws people in and that's what keeps them coming back. So that would definitely be my biggest advice is don't, don't lose that. Cre- don't lose like the first love pretty much because everybody, when they had that concept, it was like their first love, all they could think about. And then you start doing it and it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> here we go. I'm taking it. I literally all delete 2000 photos off my phone every like six days. Oh, goodness. Like taking photos for drops. So it can be very repetitive, but just like keeping that creativity, keeping that passion alive. I think that the customer can really tell 
when when you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lauren's a good example of that. Yeah, no, you guys that. are really good. I, yeah, you guys did. Um, you, did, you guys have done a couple like TV show drops where it's like Friends yes. or New Gilmore Girl. Girls. Or, yes, they're, <laughs> they're super fun to see what you guys come up with. And they they do look very close to it. I've been really impressed because that's oh, not you. easy to do. <laughs> Though the 90s is coming back. So it makes yes. it a little bit easier on those shows. So but, fun. Yeah. No, those have been, I, you guys have really done a great job of being creative. So good to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming. Well, coming down the street. Yeah. So if somebody wants to get connected as just a shopper or a volunteer or a partner for donating, anything like that, mm-hmm. um, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So we are on um, Facebook, Instagram, and we have a website. You guys, that's another thing. We are relaunching our website. So we're rebranding. So we're going to have a little bit of a new, nice. fresh perspective. And so... Um, you can shop any of our online sites at shopblbfayetteville.com or shopblbbentonville.com. Or you can learn more about us at beautifullivesboutique.com. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, make sure you guys go to gorogex.com uh, slash podcast. We'll have all the notes, everything that we've talked about here today, links to uh, the shops as well. Um, make sure you guys check out their social handles as well uh, because they do some awesome things. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks. Lauren, are you ready for rapid fire? Yes, You're right. asking the questions today. I am. We usually have Jacob. Hey, but, Jacob uh, lost his mic. He did. Oh, <laughs> okay, we're starting off with a real, real winner here. Um, <laughs> what is one fruit you think oh, didn't gosh. need to be created? <laughs> Tomatoes. Oh, oh, that's and a that good is I think a fruit. it is yeah, a fruit, but I is, tried yeah. and tried and it's just, just don't like it. my no. husband would agree with you. I can do them cooked, I cannot do them raw. Huh. Sure. It is interesting. Yeah. Okay, blueberries. They taste <laughs> like they taste like ground to me. Oh. I literally call them ground berries. Oh. Like I love blueberry <laughs> flavored things, but the blueberry itself, yeah. it just tastes like earth. <laughs> I can do without it. Just dirt. Yeah, I have a five-year-old that still likes to eat dirt, so he loves blueberries. So maybe that's the reason why. Yeah. That's funny. All right, Lauren, what about you? Uh, watermelon. It's just not great. It's just air. Really? It's just I water. I agree. I didn't know this about you. I did not like actually watermelon. like three times about it. Really? Yeah. I'm so sorry. And on the show, Jacob's like, we've, we, we, have heard, we have proof. We have documentation of having this conversation. Wow. I'm so sorry. I agree. So we actually, we just hired Gerardo, uh, which he is a big watermelon fan. So I am surrounded by people who love watermelon mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I do not like watermelon. But my, my other one is cantaloupe. I don't, yeah. I don't like it's, cantaloupe. It's Thank you guys. No. Yeah. These are my people. (laughs) Wow. This is great. All right. Next rapid fire. Okay. What's one movie you remember being scared of as a kid? Monster House. Oh. Oh, That's awesome. My roommates and I were just talking about that last night. So terrifying for no reason. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. That's a hard one. I think it would have to be... I want to say shark. The way don't 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 oh, Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. I've actually oh, never yeah. seen the movie, but I remember I would not touch it with a ten foot yeah. pole. So that's too scary. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Oh, so mine was Komodo Island. What <laughs> these what radioactive Komodos? And since I watched it as a child, I am terrified of Komodo <laughs> dragons. They've like lives on like it was on like a swampy 
Oh area goodness. so like the houses look like they're kind of on stilts yeah and so these radioactive komodos would come up through the floorboards and i remember as a kid watching and there was like this little dog that's going across and then the komodo comes up and eats him and just shreds it and it was terrifying i don't know why, why in the world are you watching this as a child <laughs> my mom was out of town and my dad thought it would be fun and he got in huge trouble for it oh that's pretty fun yeah but i have been terrified of komodos ever since yeah so <laughs> mine was trimmers that's oh similar, goodness. similar yeah. to that. Yeah, uh, but, but those also, are the big worms, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with Kevin Bacon. Oh. <laughs> I love Kevin Bacon. Uh, but yeah, that or The Shining. The sh- I well, saw, that's legit. Well, that's, it is legit. <laughs> and then we went to see Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. And with Taylor. It with Taylor and yeah. all the guys like with, with her husband and uh, some <laughs> friends of mine. They made fun of me the whole time because like it brought back all the memories of The Shining. I was like, I haven't been triggered like this in a long time, and I was <laughs> legit scared as an adult watching Doctor Sleep. Whew. Anyway. Huh. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> <of the answers. laughs> All right. We're out. Listen, uh, Tanguality Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>